Hey, hey, this is Coach AA, and welcome to the March 20th edition. Three things for today, starting with the much derided, you know, hot water, lemon, ginger, and honey. What's the deal with that? Should we bash it, or is it actually magic, or does it even matter? The second one, I thought about stupid ideas and do you let them out or you stifle, do you stifle them? And the final one, a student story to inspire you. It certainly inspired me. Let's get going. First one's titled, Even Magic Needs a Bit of Help. Drinking hot water along with ginger and lemon and honey. I'm sure you have Someone in your close circle who does this and they swear by it. Is there any magic to it? Or is this, you know, your neighborhood nonsense? The thing is, if you look hard enough on the internet, you can find theories to support anything, anything you'd like. That's not what I mean. I mean, on the surface level, it's hot water and some ginger and lemon and honey. Can this do something to your innards and help you burn your fat or change your metabolism? Well, common sense says not. I mean, it's hot water, ginger, lemon, and honey. But does it matter? Not at all. For some, this is a daily ritual. By doing this ritual, they are checking in on their health. Starting this day off is a great reaffirmation that they are going to take care of their mind and body. For some people, this might be all that they do towards their health and fitness. The rest of the day involves doing nothing else. Well, in that case, not much is going to happen. Because if you don't eat your veggies and go for your walk and get seven hours of sleep, nothing's going to happen. A little bit of hot water and lemon and ginger is not going to fix things. See, even magic needs a little bit of help. The thing with the science is, hey, who knows? Maybe in a few years, scientists will find out that ginger and lemon and honey and hot water magically combine at six in the morning to do some cool things and we just cannot see the mechanism yet or not. It doesn't matter. If this is a ritual that works for you, that's great. You do your thing. But remember, magic also needs a bit of help. The second one on stupid ideas. Sometimes the funny thing is your stupid ideas are not that stupid. Let me give you my example. Occasionally during sleep, I have a tendency to keep my mouth open and breathe. Now this leads to snoring, a bit of a dry throat, waking up in the middle of the night, and also waking up the next morning not feeling as well rested. Now this was not a regular phenomenon, so I didn't do much about it. For the longest time. 
occasionally my wife would uh, nudge me awake if i made too much sound but it wasn't that big of a bother to the both of us then a few years back i just spent a little bit more time a few more minutes thinking about it i started to write down what i ate the previous evening or what i did the previous evening now i focus a lot on nasal breathing and diaphragmatic breathing during my training during running or most low intensity cardio exercises so in spite of this why am i mouth breathing this led me to <laughs> much to my wife's constant like what the heck is wrong with you i taped my mouth shut with some 3m micropore tape and within a day or two changed how i felt because now i am for sure breathing through my nose all through the night and crazy crazy difference now don't just start off by doing this especially if you have difficulty even doing any form of nasal breathing i did this for quite a quite a few weeks and then from then on whenever something that fit the pattern off you know i'm going to mouth breathe that night for example alcohol always does that to me i just tape my mouth a couple of years later i read james nestor's book on breathing where he does the same tactic honestly it was reassuring to know that i was not an idiot for making up stupid shit and also gave me more operating liberties with my wife cuz i could point out to her that hey there are well for lack of a better term other idiots like me because some of my experiments are truly truly silly sometimes stupid ideas are stupid but some other times follow your gut because your stupid ideas might not be that stupid after all and the final piece a student story prioritize yourself and achieve your wildest dreams what if you were unable to walk 100 meters without feeling pain what if climbing up one flight of stairs filled you with trepidation and angst now i have a great job i have the unbelievable opportunity to work with people of different strokes you know all general population like you or me you know all youth olympic athletes blah 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 and the scenario described above is unfortunately getting a bit common i've seen a steady increase in the number of people who have painful joints that impair the most basic of activities i'm sure you have too just look around i don't mean people who come to my gym i mean just people i've had people who join us aim for crazy goals like from jumping off a helicopter and surviving in the wilds for 2 weeks you know to the relatively more mundane of hiking um in the himalayas for 2 weeks or some just being able to squat the person in this story well they were unable to walk without pain they were not 
in their 50s or 60s or 70s. They were much younger than that. So the goal we set was to be pain-free. That's it. And in their hearts, they set a loftier goal, which was to walk up a temple multiple kilometers and uphill. Now, why are we seeing an increase in pain? Well, it's not to oversimplify, but poor posture, we sit too much, we're not as active, even those of us who are active, you know, it's that half an hour or one hour of activity, we don't stretch enough, we have old injuries, blah, 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 all of these compounds. So while some of you might need to go see a physical therapist or a doctor, most of you just need to do some basics. And the issues I listed above are all too common and they result in some symptom of pain. For example, knee pain in the front of the knee is just almost always from tight hips. So if you can do some glute release with a lacrosse ball, uh, check out Kelly Starrett's work. Uh, if you can do some basic glute stretching and some hip mobilizations, your knee pain is going to reduce. And for many of us, seeing a physio seems like too much work or uh, I don't want to know what that door uncovers. And even if we do, rehab is just too boring and so we don't do it. And this person um, I'm talking about in my story was no different. Even with crazy knee pain, even while standing, they were taking care of everyone around her. You know, the spouse, the kids, the in-laws. Strength training did not even seem like an option because one assumes that only strong people do strength training to get stronger and bigger. Ridiculous, but that's the vibe and that's the message we want to try to change. Strength training is for everyone. So hitting bottom, getting a wake-up call as it works for everyone, well, worked in this scenario as well. A health scare in the family shook them up their spouse was told to immediately get physical activity. And so the two of them came along and joined our community. Now, hitting bottom is a great thing. Personally, if I hadn't hit my bottom, I would not have stuck with running. Because I knew if I gave up that time, the odds of me getting fit were slim. Likewise, one, while one wouldn't wish it on anyone, a health scare is a useful kick in the butt. Prioritizing yourself takes a bit of time though. The first goal um, is to teach mobility and strength. But since there was pain, moving pain-free takes precedence. But sensible strength training, you know, focusing on fundamentals like the plank and the goblet squat along with, you know, some mobility work and stretching can help most people be pain-free. So with this person, that's what we did. Focused on not just the symptom of knee pain, but the underlying causes, slowly built strength and mobility. While they couldn't squat, 
something as simple as step ups and a lot of sumo deadlifts working the posterior chain but the biggest win was that they learned to prioritize themselves over the next 6 months from hobbling with pain to being pain free to learning to sleep more sleep better and working on a healthier lifestyle they centered things around showing up to class and again they prioritized themselves rather than being a martyr patience was one of their strong points from the outset they were not in a rush they understood that there was a bit of work to undo and they took their time to get to a full depth squat took a few months because pain free was the first goal and as i mentioned sumo deadlifts and step ups you know same pattern different movements and just showing up did the trick over the next 6 to 12 months built up a strong deadlift moved on to kettlebell swings and regular stretching regular release and rehab and their knee pain became a thing of the past goblet squatting became possible and deeper and deeper eventually walking became pain free and their day to day experience improved leaps and bounds they became the change maker because by taking control of their health they could effect change for their entire family they focused on themselves and made sure their me time happened and they achieved their personal goal when they did their walk to their holy place think about this someone with knee pain unable to walk 100 meters they need not have even been there but i know that there are so many people out there people like me who didn't know better and then i stumbled onto something or people like the person in this story who again stumbled onto the quad but there are so many people out there who don't have to go through this who can take control who can achieve their personal victories honestly from an absolute measure none of them will make headlines like me running 500 meters or a mile who cares or 10 miles doesn't matter or you know so many thousands and millions of people make this walk up the hill to the temple that this person dreamed of but for them it was the biggest thing in their life strength is for everyone strength does not mean lifting stupid weights and you know being big and huge means being able to pick things up from the floor and carry them around and put them overhead sometimes and doing this pain free and doing this because your body is meant to do all this most of us tend to get distracted by how much it's irrelevant strength means both inner and outer strength just focus on being strong enough and i found that a lot of good things follow and that's that folks thanks for listening this is coach aa signing off and i'll see you later you have a good one